feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Welcome back to another episode of the Standing Death Podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, dogs on the loose. We're going to be talking about the Super Bowl, of course, that happened. Uh, Yeezy Pods, Kanye's latest and greatest fashion creation. Uh, we're going to be talking about a blade weapon and a whole lot more. But before we get into all of that, we have a special guest today. For, for the first time in a long time, we haven't done uh, Icebreaker in a minute, so... This is an icebreaker, but we do have a guest. It is my girlfriend, Caitlin, uh, who is fresh off her celebrity tour at the Grammys. She was a seat filler at the Grammys. So we wanted to have her on to uh, tell us about her experience because it was something else. Something Dan and I will probably never experience. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, maybe. Who does? Uh, so, hey, Caitlin, how's it going? Hi, good. How are you? I'm great. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, Dan, why don't so I've heard the Grammy story. Dan, do you want do you want to start? Ben's heard it I'll, about a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll kind of get us kicked off here. So first of all, to become a seat filler, what is that process? How does one find out about this? Is it like a LinkedIn application? What did you do to get in this position? Okay, so no, it's a company called Seat Fillers and More. Wow. And I wonder what the more is. is. I've been a part of this like company. Like I've had a profile on their website for 15 years, I think. Damn. And my very first, my very first seat filling experience with it was the Teen Choice Awards in 2007. So and then I took a nice break <laughs> from doing it because it's it's an intense experience. I'm like, I get very starstruck. (laughs) She lives for these It's a very intense experience for me. So I didn't restart applying for these shows till maybe a couple years ago. And then uh, finally this year I got chosen for the Grammys, which was crazy because it's a lottery system. You don't have to like do anything. You just put your name in and um, 29,000 people applied, 300 got it. Holy smokes. Yeah, it was crazy. So I want to rewind a little bit. Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> Walk me through that and what was go- what was going on there. Oh my God, I don't even know if I really remember this. This was like before. We can phones. boil it down to who, who was the coolest person you, you got to see or meet at the Teen coolest Choice Awards. Person, this, and then this will come full circle later. Um, was Miley Cyrus seeing Miley Cyrus in person mm. and literally being she was Hannah Montana in these days? Well, at the award show, she was Miley. well, right, but she was in that. Wait, there's yes. two different people, it was in her prime in her Hannah Montana <laughs> in Hannah Montana era. And she, I got picked to be in the pit, and she sang literally directly to my face. Did she sing which song? Both of both worlds? She was singing, um, the climb. seven things, the song about okay. The banger. Oh, the seven things I hate about you. Yeah, that song's a bomb. And Nick Jonas was in the audience. It was iconic. It was iconic. Wow. Damn. Yeah, but that comes full circle later. Ooh. Wow. Look at that. Little (laughs) teaser. Look at the storyteller we have on the show. Okay. So. So. Oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, wait. Oh. Where's the mute button? Um, Putting myself on mute. (laughs) There you go. 
Okay, so you get selected. You show up to the Grammys. She's got that YSL on her. Oh, yeah. What, what happens? Um, I got that gift for Christmas. I did not go out and buy myself YSL. Let's just say that. <laughs> I was about to say, where are the KNC <laughs> Um. So, okay, we're starting, like, when I got there? Yeah. Or, or is there context we need to know beforehand? Um. Let's just say it was a bad experience before getting in the venue, but Ben told me not to go into this, so we won't. <laughs> Are we going to get, like, Illuminati, like, murdered in our sleep? <laughs> it was just very no. unorganized. There was a storm in L.A., like a historic storm. It, we were outside waiting for five hours before even getting inside the venue, so we all looked like shit, felt like shit before we even got in. But once Pretty we got cool. in, oh, my God. It was. It made it that much more magical. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> but it was so surreal. I walked in and I was like, holy crap, this is happening. And at first the seat filler leader um, told us to sit in the lower level of seats, but all the stars are on the floor. Um, so I was like, I'm not sitting up here. What are you talking about? So as soon as the commercial break hit, I um, went down to the floor and I just acted like I belonged. They had, they had already had enough seat fillers down there. So they were like trying to not let anyone else come down there. But I was like, I just showed my wristband. And I was like, Hey, <laughs> and they were like, Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Security did not know what was going on. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was chaotic in there. Um, so if one security told me, no, I just went to a different one. <laughs> I just, and finally I got down on the floor Genius. and the bit, let me uh, backtrack. If anyone listening doesn't know what a seat filler is, it's um, we fill seats that um, in, a, in a live award show so that when the camera pans the audience, it looks full. So like when a celebrity goes to the bathroom or celebrity goes to get a drink or like go to mingle, that's where we come in. We sit in their seat. Your daily reminder that nothing is real, folks. Everything yeah. is staged. For real. So wait, are you like sitting in like a little corral and then they're like, 22, go. (laughs) No. So that actually, that is how it's supposed to be. But it was such a mess that they kind of just let us all go and run free. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Um, Apparently that's how it's supposed to be though. There's like a little waiting room and yeah. So I guess we got lucky in that sense. Um, But... So yeah, the first seat I sat in, and this is where it comes full circle, Miley Cyrus was directly behind me. Wow. I I was, I sat down, I looked around, Miley Cyrus was behind me, um, Troy Sivan was to my left, and Olivia Rodrigo was in front of me. And I was like, holy crap. Good for you. must starstruck to see. Miley Cyrus, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It, and her sister was there, her mom. And they all had those <laughs> big, crazy eyes. <laughs> and they all, yeah, like, they all looked at me at the same time. So when I sat down, I, I, I looked, I looked very nervous in the beginning of the show because I was like, I didn't really know how to do it. You could see yourself I, on camera or you just figured you looked. Scared? I just figured I looked nervous and like, I, I looked like I did not belong. Yeah, that like yeah, and yeah. so I they all looked at me <laughs> I was like oh my god and then right before the commercial break ended um someone tapped me on my shoulder and it was Ellie Golding and she oh. said sorry <laughs> this is my seat I was like oh my god Ellie big fan and then I went back up to the lower level and then every commercial break it just kept going down kept going down 
um, until finally, this whole time I'm trying to make my, make my way to Taylor Swift. And I finally get a seat right next to her table, maybe like an hour in, and I get to stay there for an hour and a half. And you're like, your head was to her head, like right? Like you're back to back. Yeah. Back to back. Wait, where's, where's, hold on, back up. Didn't you meet Terry Crews? This is the real highlight. Oh, <laughs> that was, that was at the first table I sat at where Miley was behind How me. could you omit that? He's the best one because at the I table. Because I do not care about Terry Crews. Oh, <laughs> Wow, on the record too. Listening. he was funny he, he, was, he was vlogging i didn't meet him i was just sitting at his table but um so like they're you're not allowed to talk to anybody right they're like no, unless they talk, talk to you unless spoken to so did anybody try and talk to you at all um, besides ellie golding saying get out of my seat yeah, <laughs> yeah. no not really because the only time i was at a table for a long period of time um which is the table next to taylor swift it was like mostly seat fillers at my table which i don't know how that happened that's funny and then um two random ass people they looked important i don't know who they were i think they were like producers or something they looked important but um uh no no one tried talking to me (laughs) unfortunately i did sit at um drew barrymore's table uh at one point and she was very nice she was kind of talking to like the table Mm -hmm. but not me directly um I would have taken that and run with it and just started pitching in. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah, what else is so you So you're back to back to Taylor, and then what happens? Um, and then an hour and a half. So this whole time I'm freaking out because Taylor Swift is my favorite artist of all time. I'm freaking out, but I can't do anything or say anything. I don't have my phone, so I can't take a selfie. They confiscated our phones in the very beginning. I can't take a selfie. I I have like a speech planned in case the moment comes, but it never did. And I kept seeing fans go up to her and they only had like three seconds before her security would pull her, pull them away or whatever. I just didn't want to risk getting kicked out. And then um, an hour and a half of sitting there, um, an employee came up to me and said, sorry, we need this seat. And I was like, oh my God, you're kidding me because the next award was album of the year. And Taylor was nominated and I just had a feeling she was going to win because they kept hinting at it all throughout the show. Like, you know, Taylor Swift would make history. Da, 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 da. And I was like, oh my God, she's going to win it. And now Wait. I'm not going to be sitting right here. So security's like, come with me because the show is about to start again. And he got distracted. And so I <laughs> turned my ass around and like hustled back to the floor to find a different seat. And I ended up finding a seat right in front of Taylor's table, like within seconds before the commercial break ended and um i end up being on national tv when she wins her award from center <laughs> yeah right that there. camera literally stops on me because yeah. she's pulling lana t lana del rey did not want to go up, up on stage well obviously <laughs> well but like really hey you lost get up there yeah, yeah. um what? taylor when when the camera kind of stops on me it's because taylor is struggling to pull her and she's like and she turns around and says lana i'm gonna kill you and lana is like please she probably was right she's she probably has a hit squad that would come and kill lana lana there's 14 people with guns in here that are mine you're dead (laughs) but had she not said that the camera probably would have not stopped on me the way it did i wouldn't have gotten such shout out lana yeah shout out lana del rey she's always looking out (laughs) snow on the beach baby yeah it was a very very surreal experience 
and uh, I just it'll probably never happen again because once you go to the Grammys they kind of take you off the list and yeah, that's fair <laughs> yeah because they want to try to get they try to want to give everyone a chance but yeah so what's the, the what's the plan for the Oscars this year he has about to say <laughs> yep We'll see. I should sign up for Oscars. Yeah, you should. You know how funny that would be to see you at the Oscars? <laughs> Pass out when Killian Murphy win the actor of the year. <laughs> He's Mike Taylor. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, that's iconic. Any other like standout moments, highlights? More tea. Okay. Um, so SZA was also nominated for Album of the Year. Oh, yeah. And SZA and Lizzo were sitting at the table right next to me. SZO. Did I say SZO? <laughs> no, I did. Oh. <laughs> Ignore me. Keep going. Um, Lizzo and SZA were at the table right next to me. And when Taylor won her award, Lizzo turned to SZA and said, that ain't right. I yeah. mean, is she dang. wrong? Is she yeah. wrong? Dang, Lizzo yeah. and Taylor Swift hater confirmed. Yes. A lot of people. So when Taylor announced her new album, I was sitting in the stands. I was the only one that cheered. That <laughs> audience did not like Taylor Swift. Like, it was <sighs> weird. Weird vibes. Well, Dan, I don't know if you saw the replay clip or if any of our listeners did, but like it panned to some of the other pop stars after she announced her album. And they're all just like, yay. <laughs> like yeah. Olivia Rodrigo, Ed Sheeran, and uh, Miley all were like, God damn it, another <laughs> out. Al- Are you kidding me? Just let us win one year. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. That was shrieking. <laughs> So. I feel I heard a shriek, so maybe I didn't hear you. <laughs> nah. Wow. Yeah, it was maybe the best night of my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty unbeatable. That's unbe- that's unreal. That is unreal. Thank you. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah. I've told that story about a hundred times. Don't forget about us when you've uh when you're besties with Taylor. I know, right? I'll try not to. <laughs> We can all go on her private jet, go on 13-minute plane sure How many people did you mention the pod to when you were there? <laughs> a few. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. You gave her business cards. <laughs> that, was in your, that, that was in your planned speech to Taylor, I, I yes, assume. Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Go listen to Standing Nest Pod. <laughs> I was expecting you to run up on the stage and, and yell it into a microphone, but... Yeah. Huh? I was expecting you to, like, run up on stage and, like, yell it into the microphone, but if you... apparently Ben didn't pass that to you. No. <laughs> Taylor, instead of announcing her album, tells everyone to go listen to the STP. And I'm actually going to spend the next year catching up on the Standing Guest podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah! The, the tortured standards department. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Holy shit, dude. Oh, brother. Well, thank you. Welcome. Thank you so happy on. for you. Welcome. See you next weekend, Dan. Woo! <laughs> I'm starting to regret putting her story first because nothing I'm about to say is going to be remotely as interesting or cool now. Oh, we're we're hooking the listener. That's true. Or everyone's now just going to stop listening. So, you know what? We snagged you for 10 minutes, so joke's on you. Yeah. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's pretty neat. In other news, a little little hodgepodge of information we're coming at today. Yeah. So I, I was initially, so I was at the gym the other day. 
and I saw something that initially irked me slash disgusted me a little bit. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, is it really that wrong? This guy wasn't going all the way down on squats, was he? Yes, he was not. It was, it was about 78 degrees. Should have been going 90. Um, there was a guy at the gym. Raw dog in it. Huh? Just no, nothing on his, nothing on his feet. Oh, okay. sure. Uh, he was clothed. Yeah. Um, sure. But nothing. Oh. On, nothing his dogs were un- dogs unleashed. Ground. Okay. Yeah. And like, this isn't like the weightlifting area with like all the dumbbells. Like, so he's sitting on a bench, like doing exercises barefoot. But then like he like sets his weights on the ground, like between sets. But then he's like resting his feet on them. Mm. His, his bare feet. Yeah. that's. And so I was sitting there, I was like, hmm. That's pretty disgusting. But then I was like, well, I rest my shoes on the weight sometimes. Is it really that different or more disgusting? Well, I don't do that. I don't even do that because I, I also think that's gross. Uh, but feet is somehow oh. grosser. Actually, I mean, your They're shoes probably are probably cleaner than your shoes. Yeah. It's true. It's true. But it just feels. Something's wrong about it. Yeah. Something's very wrong. Like. Yeah, you got to really feel like you own the place if you're putting feet on property. I think a lot of people think that at my gym. Um, I think that's more of a common thread. But I, 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 it took me a while. I went back and forth on if I should be angry about it. And I ended up with my, I ended up being at peace eventually. Um, because it's, it's because I didn't see it that much worse than shoes. I see. I see. I was like, you know what? Whatever. I've seen socks, like socks while squatting, because people want to. That makes sense. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But that's usually confined to a small station, and then you put them right back on after. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see someone's toes when I'm working out. Yeah, that's really gross. Actually, this this guy's toes were painted hot pink too, so they were staining out. Oh. Yeah, little wrinkle. This guy's on a different. Different, different way plane of, of existence. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that was interesting. Godspeed to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so keep keeping on, keeping on. Other things I've encountered this week. We're going back to our, our tried and true LinkedIn. I was browsing the link, browsing the links, if you will, um, looking for specific people. And you know how you can have like an about section on LinkedIn, like about you, whatever. Yeah. Like Ben is a career motivated podcaster. Uh, you know, one of yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really want to know what led to this guy putting his about as opinions are my own and do not represent my employer. Wow! If you, you have to put, put that on your LinkedIn profile, bro, you're doing something wrong. How much are you posting, and what are you posting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was mind-boggling. Did you look at his post? No, I, I didn't have time to. I was actually like crunching, looking for someone, but I saw that and I was like, I might have to come back to this one later. Like, <laughs> He's got to be posting some controversial shit on LinkedIn. Like if yeah, if that's your headline of your your profile, maybe we should not post things about women not having rights, buddy. Like let's. Let's focus on some real, like, how do you even find this content on LinkedIn? Yeah. Like the discover features on LinkedIn aren't great. I don't think you're going to be 
exposed and canceled on LinkedIn. That's not where people get canceled. But if yeah. someone were to get canceled on LinkedIn, that would be pretty iconic. That would be awesome. <laughs> it should be all of them. Every every microblogger on LinkedIn needs to be canceled. <laughs> Just for doing that. <laughs> they, they can have the most normal opinions, but they got to go. Yeah. No, I, I, absolutely. I need to dig into this guy's profile. And uh, well, actually, let's open it up right now and see if he's done anything weird. He has a lot of activity. What I always wonder is with these microbloggers is, uh, you know, most of their lessons are about pr- productivity and like uh, motivation and ambition and high goals and gaining wealth, et cetera. Mm-hmm. How much time do you think they're spending on these blog posts that could be going towards uh, a financial pursuit? Great or question. <laughs> or their job, their day job. I mean, it's probably at least an hour. Yeah, at least. That's like... I've, I've seen people that I am connected to the first degree that post very frequently, very long posts during the workday. Hmm. What are we doing? That would really bother me as an employer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I started digging through this guy's reactions on LinkedIn because he doesn't have a lot of posts. Kind of progressive. He, he works for the Trump re-election campaign. Yeah. <laughs> this does not represent my employer at all. Like the like the only like thing that takes a stance on anything is he liked a comic that said it was, it was a woman and she was saying, what's the difference between between being assertive and being aggressive. And then the other woman says, your gender. Wow. That definitely got him in trouble with HR. (laughs) The about be giving people rights like this. (laughs) The about section definitely went up after that post. Um, Yeah. Our guy's too progressive, man. Where is he employed? Does it say, are you, can you see that? Uh, I I won't, I won't oust him like that. Is it a conservative leaning is it a, a partisan-leaning so. organization? No. Okay. Interesting. Hey, just to be safe. Just, just I like... Man, man's... He's okay. playing it safe. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Anyway, final thing on my docket is something actually heinous and egregious. The Yeezy Pods. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm glad we're talking about this. Yeah. So for those of you that are unaware, uh, Yeezy, Yeezy, Yeezy just tried to jump over Jumpman again. And I this is this might be his the most insulting thing he's ever done. He essentially just took like an elastic sock and then put two pads on the bottom of it and called them Yeezy pods. Mm-hmm. And then you wear them as shoes. He initially sold them for $200. And then after people started receiving them, started selling them for 20 <laughs> Because I think they sold out right after dropping. So people must have gotten them in the mail. And they're like, yo, what the fuck? (laughs) I spent $200 on this? I could add a stun player. And like, I'm sure a lot of you are imagining, oh, like the old Balenciaga sock shoes. No. No. These are taller. They're going up (laughs) mid-calf. And Ah, it's not a singular piece of material on the bottom of the shoe. It is literally just two pods. There it is. He's a genius. And like, I've been like seeing TikTokers like review them and say, oh, yeah, they're actually pretty comfortable. Yeah, like they're, these are good. Shut the hell up. Shut up. You're going to see that guy in the gym wearing some easy pods next. If I see someone wearing easy pods at the gym, I might cancel my membership. 
What's worse, barefoot or Yeezy pods? Yeezy pods. <laughs> yeah, dude, maybe. Yeah, it's really weird. Someone was like saying how he's kind of just making like uh clothes that looks like prison attire, <laughs> like a prison <laughs> uniform. And it's kind of true. It's yeah. like all like baggy, like gray, depressing. And then well, and all the shirts, like they're one piece of fabric. Did you oh. know that? Single stitch. So, okay, all, sir. It's it's like they they like cut out his the shape of the shirt, folded it in half, and then stitch it together, and then cut out a hole at the top for your head. <laughs> the fuck. That's how they made all these new T-shirts for vultures. <laughs> so they took vultures off of Apple Music. Do you know why that is? No, I can't keep up with this. It, it's too much. It's too. It's much. like when he. It's like when he redid Life of Pablo stuff. I just he's he's just no Vultures is back on Apple Music. Oh weird. It's well, there. I saw some tweets today that it was removed, so maybe it's back up. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Well, Worst show I think I've ever seen. But uh yeah, he needs to stop just doing everything. It's it's all too yeah. much. It's all too Let's much. just retire, Kanye. Yeah, just call it quit. It's all good. You had a good run. You had a good run. Well, yeah, rough landing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would not do well as the as the Fed chair with <laughs> this no, rough landing. But yeah, uh, let's, let's pretend 2016 passed anything past 2016. It didn't happen. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. All right, we'll be back for cooler talk. It's cooler talk where we uh review two drinks live on the pod. Let us know if you should buy it or not and where to get it. Uh so Dan, what do you have for us tonight? Today, we've got green. It's a <laughs> lemonade. It's just called green. Plot twist. It's just called it's, fucking green. All it says is green on it. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> yeah, just green lemonade. Um, uh, there's, there's a laundry list of things that they want you to know about this. It's naturally flavored. There's no added sugar, only 10 calories per can. There's no preservatives, no artificial sweeteners, no caffeine, and 6% lemon juice. Wow. It's a sparkling lemonade. It's probably going to taste healthy. terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> Sweetened with stevia leaf. So, oh. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know. Sparkling lemonades kind of scare me a little bit, but can be found at your local sprouts. Oh, yeah. Something about it smells a little off. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't. I'm a little wary. Okay fine it's fine wow i was really anticipating something special it's fine okay it's growing on me a little bit okay i mean for something with no zeros down the board let's go six 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 that is not bad for it's fine it's fine Great zeros lemonade yeah if you're looking for a locale drink a little something different sure try it out okay cool i like that all right, I have something that is not healthy at all. It's a Canada Dry Fruit Splash Cherry Ginger Ale. I've had Canada Dry. When I was a kid, I had like this weird Canada Dry face. And when I say kid, As all kids do. I mean, I was like nine or ten years old. It was weird. It was very you know how many adults probably ask you like, oh, what's your favorite soda? And you came out with Canada Dry. Like, what is wrong with this kid? <laughs> um, I'm not even going to say the nutritional facts. 
because it is pretty heinous, but it has 40 milligrams of potassium. So that's something. Like eating a banana. Surprising. I thought this was it's a... honestly probably going to hit so hard. Yeah, dude. Oh, God, it smells like cough syrup. Mm. Mm. Rough mm. reaction. It's it's okay. It's okay. It, it okay. Here's what it tastes like. It tastes like okay. a red otter pop. Okay, that's, that's exactly. Syrupy? But car- carbonated, yeah, syrupy and carbonated. So like solid, but it doesn't like the aftertaste like goes away. But it kind of feels like it's frying my taste buds a little bit. <laughs> like my taste nice. buds are being over overwhelmed. So, um, yeah, it's fine. I'll give it a six two. Okay. Uh, you can find that your local um. Uh, like fries, pavilions, bonds, that that type beat. This is top five, where we uh, share our top five in a random category, and the and the person who's not going tries to guess what the category is. Hopefully, you're guessing at home too, just like Dory the Explorer. I think I make that joke every week. Okay, so this week, my top five are Philadelphia, Detroit. Miami, Los Angeles, and New York. State or city? City. Detroit, Philadelphia, Miami, New York. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. An interesting selection of cities. Mm-hmm. It's not as good a brand as you might think. I'll go with the Ben's top five least favorite airports in the country. <laughs> Actually, I haven't been to most of those airports. Um, no, it is the in honor of the Super Bowl last weekend. It is the top five best uh, color scheme slash jerseys in the NFL. Eagles, wow, Lions. That bro, that royal blue. There's something about it. It's different. Miami, classic teal and orange. Zany, but also somehow classic. Chargers, not Rams. Yeah. Fuck the Rams. Got to get that powder blue. And not the Giants, but the Jets, the new green. Wow. That's my favorite color, so I have to throw that in there. Wow, I wasn't expecting that. What would you say is the worst NFL jersey? Gosh, you know what sucks? It might be the Cardinals. It might be the Cardinals. I, I don't know how you mess really up. really bad. It's like I was thinking about like the Falcons were on my short list, yet some of the Cardinals are the worst. And they're both yeah. red and black and white. It's crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable how hard we have fumbled the bag for so many years. I think it might just be a red and white issue. Because I think Chiefs are bad. I think 49ers are meh. Yeah, but we have also black in our arsenal and we just never use it. Or it's like weird combos where you have like black pants and then a white jersey and then like a a white helmet. And it's not coherent or cohesive. Yeah. It's rough. It's it's rough out here. Suns yeah, are the only good Arizona team with jerseys. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I also think the uh, yeah some of the D backs ones are good. The uh, Bengals are kind of bad. Weirdly, I like the Bengals. You do? I think those look good. Okay. All right. Let's oh, Cleveland. Your favorite Cle- Cleveland's kind of rough. <laughs> Cleveland's, Cleveland's definitely rough. tough. Uh, let us know your favorite NFL. Jerseys. What's your favorite uh, color? Okay, so 
this is going to be brief, but um, <laughs> so I saw this headline and tell me what you think, what comes to mind when you hear this headline. Okay. Pentagon used six bladed Ginzu weapon to kill Iraqi militia leader. <laughs> Very random. That makes, that makes me think of G.I. Joe. They had uh, snake eyes. Uh-huh. Snake eye, the yeah. like all black ninja so suit cool. guy makes yeah. me think of that. Like they sent that fool in there, and he threw some crazy spinning bladed <laughs> item at at that Bro, some terrorist. This is exactly what I thought. I thought the exact same thing. Like throwing some giant shuriken with yeah. six blades on it, like rotated super fast, and like chopped this dude's head off. No, yeah. apparently, well, it's so cool. It's like I guess like a missile, and it has. It doesn't explode. It like goes super fast in your target and then like deploys these six, they call them Ginzu blades, like based on the Ginzu knife. And uh, it just like slashes the dude without any uh, civilian casualties. <laughs> what? Like, this is why we don't have free healthcare is because we can launch knives at dudes from 300 mile an hour airplanes. <laughs> It's crazy. Dude, they got guys up in F-15s, like, throwing cut knives at kids, like, <laughs> out there in Iraq. Like, oh, my gosh. All right, boys, sharpen the hankles. We're going in. <laughs> uh, Operation Cutco's a go. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's, re- like... That's that's crazy, bro. That's like crazy. being a part of being like in a war zone is inherently like traumatizing for any innocent. Imagine just walking down the street and then all of a sudden some d- dude like you just see this big thing coming in and the knives just shred someone next to you. Dude, straight. I up. would never walk outside again. Oh, you could literally never use a knife. You always no. have. I'd just be sitting there like. <laughs> I'd be using safety scissors to eternity. <laughs> For real. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting. That's horrifying. And whole whole thing in general. But I, I wish, I like to think that we have special ninjas that can fly in and throw they giant shirts at people. Naruto yeah. style. Uh, I think we had one more thing on the docket. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl. We we promised you Super Bowl bets, and we didn't give you them. Sorry. Oh, I forgot about that. He was in Vegas, uh, placing his own ten thousand dollar parlays. Um, but we would like to share with you that our bet hit heads. Cheese. Locked in. I'm giving Ben a hundred percent credit for that <laughs> one because that was all him. Let's go. It was uh, you know, I had a fifty fifty chance. <laughs> What about parlayed it? That would have been kind of good. I know. Really um. So yeah, maybe we'll bring you more sports bets, future. But it is not gambling advice. And uh, no. if you have a gambling problem, call that number that they always put on those commercials. One eight hundred. Do it again. All right. <clears throat> Thanks for listening. We'll t- we'll uh get you next time.